from the analytics department report made at the Alterworld Corporation emergency board meeting. Subject, the surge of violence among the digital population. The psychologists' reports show that after only three or four months, the digital population, later referred to as permaplayers, complete their adaptation period and cease to view the virtual world as a game. The memories of their past lives fade, the rich colors of their adopted environment forming an entirely new outlook. So how do the permaplayers see their new home? For them, it holds a wealth of virtually unlimited opportunities, a promise of an eternal life devoid of the concept of criminal punishment. In other words, it's a world of brute force in the absence of authority. But this is only one side of the coin. Ask yourself for a moment, who are the people who come to populate those virgin virtual lands? I would like you to turn your attention to the chart included in the report. Unstable teenagers, troubled war veterans, handicapped persons with all kinds of disabilities, the elderly and terminally ill, criminal elements and escapists attempting to flee reality. We can only wonder why the once isolated cases of enslavement and violence have taken all this time to swell out of control. In the last three months, our customer service has reported over 1,500 documented cases of personal violence. We do understand that until the legal status of PERMA players is finally recognized, all our attempts to help them will remain a gesture of goodwill and by no means our obligation. Following earlier instructions, we ignored most of the inquiries received from PERMA players, burying them in red tape. That made sense when such incidents were isolated, because every such case demanded type A or A-plus intervention, whose consequences would be hard to predict. Now, however, the situation careens completely out of control. The Informational Intervention Department works against the clock, but still we find it increasingly difficult to influence public opinion and minimize the damage done by the independent media. The cases involving minors are especially harmful for the image of our corporation. Technically, none of this is our fault, as parental and age control functions are the responsibility of capsule manufacturers. Still, if some of the incidents were to be made public, the company's reputation and financial stability would receive an enormous blow. In view of the above, we recommend the following measures. To begin lobbying for new standards of software protection, as well as hardware security and physical protection of the Fiverr capsules. To condition public opinion in favor of introducing the Retina Recognition Login System as the basic player authentication tool. To ensure the Department of State's interest by suggesting the possibility of extending this function to cover cyberspace in its entirety. To introduce the voluntary death ability that would allow the player's transportation to a safe zone. To stall the ratification of the law confirming perma-player's legal status if or when it is passed. To arrange for a media campaign with the slogan, The law is not retrospective, under the pretext of shielding the digitized individuals from any financial claims of their past lives. Its real purpose would be to free the corporation from the responsibility of any repercussions involving perma-players prior to the passing of the law. J. Howards, Director of the Analytics Department. Murderous scumbags. These were Dan's exact words as I told him the story of my imprisonment in the Forest Cat's castle. That's it, then. No more Mr. Nice Guy. 
They had thrown together an emergency meeting in the small hall of the East Castle, gathering, by the looks of it, nearly all of the vet's officer cadre. People kept coming. I could hear teleports pop open behind the open windows as new groups of personnel arrived. They had announced Code Orange, one below Red, which stood for imminent military action. In my house clothes, I looked pretty foreign within a crowd glittering with armor and artifact gear. I hadn't yet had time to do a corpse run. Another person who looked out of place was Tali. Tearful, she had refused to leave and was now sleeping by the fireplace, cuddling the white Winnie the Pooh, shuddering in her sleep and clinging to the creature's silky hair. The others cast occasional glances in her direction, lowering their voices.